Welcome to Small Business Big Network, the podcast for small business owners who want big results from their networking. I'm Liz Drury, a freelance voiceover artist who knows that if you're not working, then networking could help. Elizabeth Pearson is the founder of Simple Successful Stocks, a company which helps women in particular learn how to invest. What she likes most about networking is making new friends. Thank you very much for being my guest on the podcast today, Elizabeth. Thank you for having me, Liz. Now, you're an investor who helps other women to understand the world of investing, but you started out in architecture. So tell me what it was that drew you to that field initially. I was drawn to architecture initially because I had the right A-levels, I had a friend who was interested in it, and actually my mum had always said I was really affected, like my mood was very affected by the surroundings. Mm. And um, for that reason, I thought it would be a really good thing to do because then I could create environments that were places that I really wanted to be in. And so how did you find it when you actually started working in it? Was it what you wanted? Well, it's it's really hard. <laughs> I mean, it's it's uh, it's a long training, and it's my my experience of when I was working in it. It was that it wasn't it wasn't very creative. There was a small part that was creative, and a lot of it. It's it's. I mean, I'd really admire people to do it. It's it's a hard slog, mm. and a lot of it at the early stages is is drawing on computers, computer-aided design, and I really was not very good at that. So it was, um, it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was tough. <laughs> so how long did you spend in architecture? So it took me 12 years in the end to qualify. Uh, it should only take seven, and I mm. had various kind of, you know, to be or not to be an architect on the way. Mm-hmm. And then I worked as a qualified architect probably about four years in you know designing buildings and then mm. I moved sideways into I worked in the public sector I worked for a developer I worked for a charity and then I finally decided to leave altogether. And so when did you start getting interested in investing? Well I started in the early 2000s I would say so I I wanted to learn find a way of having uh, a better communication with my dad, I suppose. Mm. And um, I decided that the best way to do that was to ask him to teach me something that he had taught himself and yeah. he had a real passion for, which was investing. So he taught me how to invest. He didn't tell me what to do. He told me how to go about it, how to think about it. And it turned out, because I was so busy, really, being an architect, and I didn't take it personally, when things went up and down, mm. I was I was I was really good at it. So it was actually to do with it was really to do with love, actually, and, yeah. and my dad. Yeah. So it wasn't something that you had prior knowledge of before then. No, no, no. I didn't know anything about it at all. So yeah. So if you hadn't been able to learn from your dad, how easy would it have been to find out the information on how to go about investing? Oh, I've, I I just don't think I ever would have. I just don't think I ever would have come across it because he was. Um, I don't know. I mean, it wasn't something that was ever talked about mm. or I knew about from school or it's just I was was very fortunate to have a have a role model and to somebody I knew and somebody I trusted that I could then learn from. I, I'd, I'd never I'd never would have done it without him at all. Yeah. So how, how would he taught himself? Well, he my dad is fantastic. Once he decides that he's going to do something, he's very focused. So he he read, he learned, he experimented. So he, he yeah, he he 
he taught himself, he educated himself, um, made mistakes and learned from them. Yeah. And so when did you decide that you wanted to help other people to do the same? I was in between jobs and I, a friend of mine suggested, why don't you run a class teaching other people what you know? So mm. I, was, I was kind of, I think the phrase I use, it's like crafting these experiments, sort of working out what I might do as, as my job in architecture had come to an end. So I put together a class one afternoon and I had my some friends around as my little guinea pigs mm -hmm. and, uh, and they really enjoyed it and it sort of took off from there really. I, I mean, I had no idea I would be where I am now and I'm, I'm really pleased that I am. So it was just one step at a time. Yeah, and so at what point did you decide to actually make a business out of this? It was, well, I was working, I had a lovely job working for a charity, and I suppose I just got to the end of what I could, what I could learn, really. And, and, and what I discovered as I went along as an investor, as a, as a female investor, is that I was, I was in the minority. I would mm. go to these investing shows, and there were very few women there, and that there's this big gap. Um, you know, there's a savings gap for women, there's an investing gap, there's a pension gap, and that, I, I just felt it's, you know, I felt if I can make a difference here, you know, in terms of financial education for women, this is where I can make a contribution. Yeah. And so how do you help them? What, what, what do you do to get them started? Well, I think the main, there are various things that really get in the way of, of everyone investing, really. There's a lot of, there are a lot of fears. So, yeah. um, and a lot of my work is sort of reassuring people that they, you know, they're not going to lose all their money. They can start small, you know, with like even a pound. You can mm -hmm. start investing with a pound. Um, and um, they don't, you know, it doesn't need to take a long time. Like like I invested alongside my life. I don't, mm. I think the picture that people have of investing is that like sitting in front of these screens going yeah. up and down. <laughs> and, and, you know, who wants to do that every day? I mean, some people do. That's trading, not investing. And, mm. and investing, the, the, the success of investing is is, you know, to do it at a level where people feel safe, um, to do it with the amount of money they feel happy doing it, gaining confidence and then making a habit. So a lot of it is really about how how to approach it. It's not the, you know, it's not, you don't need to know everything to do it, which mm. I think is also where women get stuck. Mm. Is we think we've got to know everything before we do it and then it's so full of jargon. It's, yeah. Yeah. it's just very daunting. Yeah. So what kind of format does your training take? Well, I run taster classes, um, which are um, which sometimes in person or online, which are giving people the the basics of investing. You know, the kind of the what, the why, the how, and um, and my my favourite thing is to run um, is to work with women one to one because that I find is I can because everyone is in their own. Uh, has their own sort of financial way of looking at things, their own financial where they are with their with their money and things. And uh, and a lot of what I can do is just sit with people or on screen and just take them through step by step what they need to do to open account, put some money in, and then buy something with it. Mm. Um, so uh, yeah, and then it's like they're away. It's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> so what kind of success have, have people had? Well, varied really. I mean, it's. I think for a lot of a lot of women, actually, just starting investing and doing something that they've thought about doing but not really known where to start or who to trust is really empowering. Mm. I mean, I can't, um, you know, I, uh, you know, like with this, the stock market, you know, ha it always is like I, I have no control over what people's results are. No. Um, 
But I think um, the actual fact that women have started and seen their money grow, and sometimes it comes down, you know, it goes mm -hmm. up and down, but just teaching that sort of, um, that that's okay, you know, that, 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 that things when you invest will go up and go down, and that's all part of getting your money to work for you in mm -hmm. the long time and yeah. not to panic is yeah. important. So how much time, so as, as a minimum, do you think people need to, to spend on this? Because obviously everybody's busy. Yeah. And that, it, as you say, it's one of the things that, that does put people off. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think if you want to set yourself up as a, I would say, sort of simple, simple, sort of successful investor, you can, you can do that in a, in a few hours. You know, absolutely, you can do that. And then the idea really is to just leave your money to grow mm. and then to look at it once a year. You know, you might um, sort of rebalance things or, you know, put some more money in. So that's, I would say, sort of simple investing. Then you can also do something a bit more adventurous. Um, and when you're doing that, what you're doing is you're buying these, the simple investing things called funds. So funds are these pots of money where lots of investors put their money and then it's used to buy a lot of different investments mm. or lots of different stocks and shares and what you're doing by that you're then diversified so if one company does badly it means that you know not all you're balanced out because yeah. there'll be lots of other companies that are also doing fine but then what you can also do which I also teach to people which does take a bit more time a bit more capital is to choose a kind of portfolio of individual stocks and shares um, and you can use um, like a, a kind of hard financial fact hard financial facts to do that and mm. that I would say oh, let me see now I'd say maybe takes three or four hours every four months something mm -hmm. like that so I mean I still have to work on that you know it's not I don't skip over to my computer and think yeehaw I've got <laughs> to sort out my investments it's still you know it's still a push for me even mm. though I've been doing this for a long time and what is amazing is that the the kind of reward from that, my experience, not always, has been far greater than I could kind of I could have earned from my jobs. And mm. that's the idea is to get your money working for you in the long term. Yeah, yeah. And you know, as we know, there's you're not going to earn very much in a bank account at the moment, well, are you? <laughs> well things are better now with interest rates, but we you know, we don't yeah. know how long that's gonna go on yeah. for. So yeah, 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 that is the idea. Yeah. So why do you think it is that that people shy away from doing this particularly women why, why do they have less confidence I think there's a historical there's a historical reason for that so women over time well I mean their their ability to participate in financial matters investing has been limited over time mm -hmm. I mean for a long time they women and their property and anything they owned or created was seen to be part of their you know, was owned by their husband. Mm. Um, and often single women and widowed women could do more and still not the same as their kind of male investing counterpart. So that's been a long, you know, that's been a, that's been a big problem. And then as a result of that, women just don't see other women doing it. I mean, that is changing. Yeah. It absolutely is changing it. But, you know, I had this role model of my dad. Without him, I, I just wouldn't even know such things existed. So that's been a big problem. Uh, the other thing that women generally have less to invest. Uh, we earn less. We have often we bear the responsibilities of sort of childcare mm -hmm. and caring for um, relatives later on in life. So we just have less financial freedom to invest. And I think the other thing is that the, I mean, there was a recent report from the Starling Bank 
uh, about the images that were used in terms of the different images used for men and women in advertising financial products. And it was really interesting because mm. with men, it was pictures of cars and kind of wallets full of cash. And then for women, it was pictures of piggy banks with like pennies going in and then sort of being told not to splurge money on shoes. <laughs> so there is that bias of that we're not good with money, basically, which is not true, of course, and it's historical and still pervades, you know, yeah. sort of pervades that culture. Yeah, interesting. There's still those stereotypes there. Yeah. Yeah. So let's have a chat about networking now then. Oh, Was yes. networking something you ever did when you were employed as an, as an architect? No, actually. No, I never did any networking. I was too busy drawing toilets and toilet <laughs> tiles to do any networking. <laughs> So tell, me, tell was, me about which I hated. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about your, your networking now. Well, how how do you like to network? Well, I do like to network, and I never thought I was very good at networking. And then I realised that networking was all about making friends. Mm. Um, and actually, I am a you know I like making friends, and I'm quite chatty, and so I I enjoy that. So yes, I do. I go to um, probably about one. Yeah, probably about one networking event uh, 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 a week. Um, and I really, and, and, and then I talk to people in uh, my day-to-day -day life all the time. So, yeah, it's great. Yeah. Yeah, so how, how does networking work for you? Do you find that that's a good way to get, get business? I do. Yes, I really, I really enjoy networking. Um, I didn't think I was very good at it. And then I realised that actually it was a matter of, of making friends. And, um, and I enjoy meeting people and finding out who they are. And so that, yeah, so I do, I do get a lot of my business through that, partly through formal networking events and then also through being out and about in my day-to-day -day life. Yeah. And so what kind of response do you get from people at networking meetings when you tell them what, they, what you do? Because it is a, a bit different. I, well, I think because I'm really clear about what I offer and who I help people always go people either go yes great that's for me or they um, it's not for me or it's for somebody else or it's just not their thing so it's um, and I suppose it does it yes I, I often I find people say oh you know I've never met anybody who does what you do and I'm like no <laughs> <laughs> which is great yeah absolutely so how do you introduce yourself at, at, when you meet someone so I, I sort of learned about saying, you know, I say who I, so what I say is I'm, I, I work with women, generally women, who want to understand money, get it working for them by investing, and really don't know where to start or who to trust. And what I do is I give them knowledge and confidence to invest themselves in the stock market and take charge of their financial future. So that's like my mm -hmm. captivating introduction, my elevator pitch. Yeah. And... and well, I, I would be interested in that. Oh, I'm well, sure you must get lots you. of people interested. <laughs> <laughs> so why would you recommend networking to other people? I would recommend it because it's it's about people. So I'm a people person. I'm not a digital person. Um, and I think it's... It's a, it, it works on lots of levels. So for me, anyway, it creates business. I've also found through it really helpful people who have been really helpful in you know th where I've needed help in my business mm. life and also other things outside of that. 
and um, and I've also made friends as well. So on all those levels, it's been I I really like it. Yeah. Now, something I noticed in your LinkedIn profile that I really want to ask you about is um, one of the things you describe yourself as is being an ice cream van <laughs> driver. <laughs> yes, I know. I know. Well, that was a that was an early career move, short lived. <laughs> Uh, in rural Essex, so I had this job it, before I went off to do architecture, driving an ice cream van, and uh, it was fantastic. I mean, it was it was um, yeah. I used to drive around all the villages mm. uh, where I, you know, the catchment area of my of my school, and sell ice cream. <laughs> and uh, it was just, it, I mean, it was it was very lucrative actually. You know, on a hot mm. bank holiday uh, weekend, uh, it was you know I could take like home like 600 pounds in yeah. cash <laughs> I have to say though I did eat quite a lot of my stock <laughs> because it was quite dull and so my record was like three magnums three magnums in a row and sometimes I used to drive home and driving and going round roundabouts in an ice cream van mm. is such fun <laughs> is um sort of sweating sugar because I've eaten all this ice cream but it was it was it was great <laughs> Sounds like the kind of summer everyone should have. <laughs> yes, it was a it was a, an early and very successful career move. <laughs> yeah. So just finally then, Elizabeth, if people want to know more about you and uh, about investing, what's the best place for them to find you? Well, please do find me on my website. So my website is uh, simplesuccessfulstocks.co.uk. Uh, two C's, two S's. I'm not saying that because uh, I sometimes <laughs> have to think about how to spell that when I'm writing my own email. And uh, that there you can find a complimentary free guide. The um, girls just want to have funds, the seven simple and sparkly steps to start investing. And that will really kind of you know, give you a little overview of it, how to start, where to start. And it's all, there's not a single chart. Uh, there's no figures. There's lots of nice pictures. It's, you know, it's really fun. But, and, and connect with me on LinkedIn, um, Elizabeth Pearson, or on Instagram, um, at Simple Successful Stocks. And uh, it will be lovely to hear from you. Lovely. Well, thank you very much for being my guest. And uh, I'm definitely going to go and check out your, your website and download your, your simple guide. And um, yeah, best of luck with your business and with your networking. Thank you so much for having me on, Liz. It's been delightful. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Small Business Big Network. If you found this podcast useful, please do rate, review and subscribe. And don't forget to share it with the rest of your network too.